If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Amy Walker. With Dr. Monica Ogando. And today we are talking about how to transcend overwhelm and burnout. I got to tell you, burnout is the worst I hate working burnt out because mm -hmm. I feel like you are working really, really hard, but you're only capable of giving your life, you know, maybe 20, 30% of your true potential. And so yeah. it's so counterproductive. Yes. So let's talk about how to recognize when you're operating from burnout. And then let's talk about what to do about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Solve the million dollar problem. Um, for me, I have documented my burnout phase, my burnout cycle. And um, one of my signs that I am burnt out is I start watching TV or consuming like mindless scrolling because mm. it's like my body and my brain are running so hard and so fast that I just start numbing myself. Mm. So that to me is a sign that I'm burnt out. That's the first warning. Mm -hmm. But then if I don't address it, then it turns into almost always I end up getting sick because my body's like, you won't take a break. Oh, you will. I mm -hmm. will show you this break and it's mm -hmm. going to be big and it's going to be ugly. <laughs> I think, I think I do that vegging out thing too. The, the, the way that burnout shows up for me is I emotionally check out things that would normally matter to me and that I would be really in excellence about. I'd be like, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And when I am there, she's burnt out. She needs a hug. She needs to rest. She needs to sleep. She needs a shower. <laughs> she, needs, <laughs> she needs to, you know what I mean? Fluff her aura. Please help her, Amy. Help her when you see that. When I, when I come to somebody like, I don't care about stuff that you know I care about. Right. Yeah, she's burnt out. You know, part of mine is I start uh, self-isolating too. Mm -hmm. So I don't like, I don't want to be around my family. I want to be just kind of alone. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I do think it's important to recognize what are your cues that you're burnt out because as a high performer, mm -hmm. the, the tricky part is we can high perform for a long time and work hard for a long time before we hit burnout. So our schedule yeah. might not change that much, right? That's like true. it might not be that all of a sudden we're working so much more. It might be just the same and we, we just hit that point. Yep. So one of the, one of the first early, early signs, like nothing's wrong yet, but it's coming. Those, those kinds of signs for mm -hmm. me, is when I put things in my calendars because there's white space in it, as opposed to does this fit? You know, we were, we talked in another um, episode about batching content. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll have a particular day for a particular thing, and then I'll put something in there that doesn't belong there just because there's white space. Mm -hmm. And then for me, that's an early sign that you are on your way to burnout because you're trying to fit in too many things without giving yourself enough white space. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about what to do to pull yourself out of burnout. Mm -hmm. So pulling out of burnout is, you know, it's so much faster to fall into it than it is to climb out of it, which I think <laughs> is the same with most pits in our life, right? This like true. you can fall so fast, but that climb back up can yeah. be a little bit tricky. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I have to kind of analyze the different pieces and components of the burnout. So there is a physical component, mm -hmm. but there's also an emotional mental component. And then there's the spiritual component. Mm -hmm. So when I need to shift out of burnout, sometimes I need a vacation, you know, like I just need to get away and I just need to unplug. But most of the time it's that I need a lifestyle change and it takes time to change all the circumstances of my life. Like if I get into a season where I'm completely overscheduled, that might not be able to change in two weeks. That might take two months because mm. by the time I like start saying no to things and start mm -hmm. like, it might be a couple of months, mm -hmm. but what I can change quickly is I can change my emotional and my mental state of being. Mm -hmm. So I get really, when I realize I'm burnt out, I get really, um, religiously committed to my journaling, to my sleep, um, mm -hmm. to my end time of my day. Um, yeah, like I, I just start looking at what are the things that are within my control that can change my state of being even yep. before I can change my schedule and my commitments. Yep. Freedom is such a high core value for me that I bristled against structure for almost 90% of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only been as I have gotten older and the success has gotten bigger that I realize, you know what? Structure is the mother of freedom. And you cannot have freedom without having structure underneath it as a foundation. It's very mm -hmm. masculine, feminine kind of dynamic. And so for me, uh, when, I, when I am at that burnt out stage, I realize how much routine is so important to me. Like my mm -hmm. morning routine has to be, you know, impactful. My evening routine, like turn devices off yeah like turn period the period <laughs> devices period off exclamation point because otherwise it's just you know the days roll together so morning routines evening routines the third thing that is super important to me because i'm a talker until i'm not is that i get to vent my, whatever my frustrations are part of burnout is just that i keep rolling over things that I need to discuss that I need to get over, et cetera, et cetera. And by the time that all of that emotional bag, I just become like a bag lady, you know, that Erica Badu song, bag lady, who's going to take your bag, right? And so, <laughs> so for me, it's like, no, I have to put it down somewhere. So for example, I can use my journal like you do. I love yeah. my 750words.com every morning. And then there's, there are some trusted advisors. That's why your circle of influence is so important because then I can go to that circle of advisors and say, here's what's going on. Here's how I feel about it. Here's what I want to do about it and get some perspective because sometimes what I'm burnt out about is really not a big deal. It's just that I keep shutting up. So it adds mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Finally, um, asking for support from yeah. my husband, from my children, from my friends, from my colleagues, asking for some grace with my clients. You know, yes, I know that something could have taken a week to turn around. I need two weeks. 
or you know things like that so that so that there's some space and there's some grace in how I am climbing back out because to your point it takes longer to get out than to get in it and then that way I can start building momentum the other direction so instead of mm-hmm. building momentum downward to burnout I'm building momentum upward towards grace yeah, you know, one thing that came to my mind that makes a big difference for me is to pay attention to what is nourishing versus numbing for me. Yeah. So numbing things for me are binge watching. Mm-hmm. And if we're being honest, it's anything with a British accent from the 1800s. That's <laughs> what I binge. <laughs> That's my drug of choice. Um, and so binge watching like late into the night. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even books like binge reading or binge listening to books, um, scrolling They're like those things, they're all, none of them are bad, but I do them so in mass. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm just trying to numb, like numb the stress, numb the overwhelm, make it all feel like it goes away. But the problem is come Monday morning, it compounds and it's so intense. So for me, I've had to like really pay attention to what is nourishing to me because I love to work. And so when I'm not burnt out, when I have some like free time, it's like, well, what do I want to do? Ooh, I could write that campaign. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I could create that new idea that I have. Ooh, I could write my book, you know, sure. but when I'm burnt out, I can't go into those things. And so I have had to find like, what are some other things that really fill me up? So power naps are nourishing to me. Playing my ukulele is nourishing to me. Um, listening to great music is nourishing to me. Going on a walk is nourishing. Sitting outside and getting the sunshine on my face mm. and my feet touching the pavement or the grass. I, I have to admit, I loved my feet in the grass until I moved to Georgia. And I feel like the grass eats you with all the fire ants. <laughs> so I'm a little... I'm like a little bit shoes on grass now, but it's just, there's certain things that really do nourish me and it's not getting my nails done and it's not going to the salon and it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, like a lot of the things that I think when we hear self nurture and self care, it's a lot of, um, I don't know, beauty production Yeah, and that doesn't do it for me. Like, I'm not saying it's bad and I love a good massage, but the -hmm. rest of, you know, beauty production is not really what nourishes my soul, but having a a night where I laugh until I cry with girlfriends, Mm -hmm. that feeds my soul. So I think you've got to really, yeah. So you got to write down what feeds you, what nourishes you and, and what is just numbing so you can make better choices. Now, I do realize that there is a psychosomatic connection between burnout, stress, and how it shows up in my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talked about early, early signs. One of my early signs is my posture. So massages sometimes are freaking lifesavers. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, Amy, there was a time, I was at a conference, some, I don't remember how long ago it was now, but I was at a conference and some of the people that were in attendance were like friends, colleagues, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, ooh, put on a show. It was like a family reunion, it felt like. And I was in my, in my room and there were some um, colleagues slash sister friends that came over. And one of, I, one of them says, you look really tense. And I was like, okay. She goes, lay down. <laughs> she gave me the massage. <laughs> Amy, I had a burst of tears. I was like, I don't know what's lodged up there in my shoulder plate, but you just got it out. And it was just like, I just had to cry. And the thing that was so amazing about it was that everybody was perfectly, there were like seven people in my room. Everybody was fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It wasn't like, you know, sometimes we feel like we have to apologize for crying and apologize for having an emotion. 
it was like, no, you just, it's cathartic, let it out. Everybody's fine. And that's probably because it was a circle of women, you know, probably right. if I did that with a whole bunch of men, they're like, oh, something's wrong. And so it was just so nourishing to be given a massage by a friend slash colleague. And then thirdly, to, to be in, held in space where it's okay to emote. And I think that sometimes we try to behave ourselves out of burnout instead of mm-hmm. feel ourselves out of burnout. And it's important to give space to both. Oh, that's really good. You're right. Because a lot of things we've been talking about are things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And there is, there is that emotional release that you just have to let all of yep. it come out yep. in order to be able to move forward. And, you know, one of the things that I do is I, when I notice that I'm going downward in my cycle and it doesn't have to be the burnout cycle, it can be any of them. I try to bring the emotions out faster. Like mm-hmm. how fast can I, re- how fast can I find my crap and release it Yes, so that I don't have to feel it anymore. Um, whereas I think our societal norm is how long can I control that emotion mm. until it eats me alive? You know, it's like, <laughs> let me just keep it on. Let me master that um, instead of let me just find it and get rid of it. Yeah. Or, I mean, just ad- acknowledging, addressing it is sometimes the thing to release it because yeah. we spend so much time hiding up from the monsters in the closet that we don't take the time to, or under the bed, that we don't take the time. Like, let's bend down. Let's look under the bed. Oh, look, there's nothing there. And Mm -hmm. so the act of actually acknowledging it and confronting it is sometimes what you need to do to dissipate it. Yeah, it's funny. I I think our society, there's kind of two camps, the ones who ignore the emotions and the ones who go digging for the emotions and working on the emotions all the time. They're like, I'm just working through my blocks. I'm like, really? Because you don't have to do that. Like, all you have to do is find it and say, I see you. That's right. And I'm moving forward. You know, like you don't have to dig in your stuff forever. It can be solved so quickly if you're just willing to acknowledge that finding it was the job, like finding awareness and then leaving it behind. Do you know, this reminds me of that that movie, A Beautiful Mind. I have pop culture Tourette's too, not just musical Tourette's. Be forewarned. A Beautiful Mind is the story of this brilliant mathematician who had mental health issues. And the way that they portrayed the mental health issues mm-hmm. was the voices in his head um, were played by different characters, like mm-hmm. Ed Harris, uh, you know, pops top of mind. And there was a little girl there too. There were others. Um, at the end of the movie though, those characters didn't leave. Those quote unquote yes. voices in his head didn't leave. They just, they just kind of dragged Follow along. Him around followed him around in silence, but it took a lot for him to just acknowledge that this was what was happening in his mind to Mm -hmm. the temerity, the vulnerability, the authenticity to say, this is what's going on with me. And then once he started addressing that, then it was like, okay, you can shut up now. I mean, we won't leave, but we can, we can at least be silent and let you do your life. You know, Mm -hmm. I thought that was such a brilliant lesson. Yeah. So I do want to address um, one last thought. This is my final thought. Mm -hmm. It is so much easier to prevent burnout than it is to climb out of burnout. So figure out what's your context in which you thrive and what's your context in which you feel great every day. And then don't push yourself beyond those boundaries, no matter how tempted you are, no matter how important this deadline seems, no matter how big the project, know that it is so much more valuable for you to protect your space than it is to overproduce for a short season. The win is short-lived and the consequence 
takes a long time. So you could be robbing yourself of months of feeling great and feeling passionate about what you do. Mm -hmm. So that is my final thoughts. I so appreciate you all being here. Thanks so much. We hope that you will um, subscribe and download more and binge listen on while you're doing your daily walks or daily drive. But please do connect with us and share with us what you're learning, what you're taking away and what you want to hear on the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth, and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles.